and welcome back to 216 Baseball, Cleveland Baseball Podcast. His name's Alex, my name's Paul, and if your favorite baseball team is still on a fucking roller coaster because you have no clue how you beat the New York Yankees, then you're in the right spot. Let's get into it. What's going on, man? How you doing today, brother? I'm great. I'm beat, but I'm excited to be on time. Yeah. All right. So everyone out there with your over-under bets thinking you're cute, oh, it won't drop today like they said. Eat my ass, okay? I don't mean that. Thanks for coming back and listening to us. Um, yeah, it'll it'll be tight. We just did this. Um, but yeah, I'm pumped. How about you, dude? Good. Uh, tired. Had Thank to go you. get a COVID test today. Ooh. My chair broke yesterday, so I had to buy a new chair. <laughs> but we took two out of three from the Yankees, so... Uh, life's good. Peaks and valleys. Peaks and valleys. Peaks and valleys. It's, <laughs> it's all the things in between, and life is good, man. Yeah. I, uh, I'm i still recovering from, even though nobody will care about this. My ass decided to stay... We had... What did we do? We recorded Saturday, late afternoon. We're going to yeah. get it out. You you do all the editing and stuff. I was just bored and wanted to fuck around with it. Um, so I messed around with it a little bit while you were at work. And long story short, it's 12.30, then it's 3 a.m., then I'm uploading it at 4 a.m. You're getting off of work, and I'm Snapchatting you, and you're probably thinking, why the fuck are you Snapchatting me? <laughs> I upload the episode, then realize all the editing I had done teaching myself all these things, and I was so proud of it. It was going to be perfect. I was like, man, I really did a lot more than I needed to. And our editor, it, the program, just scrambled everything for no fucking reason because fuck me in the butt. Like, it just no reason. Next thing you know, it's 6.30 in the morning because I'm not good at letting things go. And uh, I'm a dumbass. I'm still mad that I did that. But yeah. the episode was up. It wasn't on Saturday. Not even close. But that one's already popping off because we're hot in the streets. And, uh, and yeah, yeah that's so there's literally no important. difference if as if he did it or if he would have just let me do it on Sunday morning after I got off work to begin with. Yeah, 100%. So there was no difference on the time it came out. All Alex did was put his body through trauma for staying up for almost 24 hours when we're way too old to be staying up for that long. Yeah, no, it it was 100%. And what's funny is I was locked in. Like I was I wasn't even one of those things like rubbing my eyes like, oh, my God, I I, like I was so like locked in on it that I'm just like. Whoa, where did the time go? Yep. Uh, I'm a dumbass. So, yeah, my body's going to be beat up for the next few days, but here we are. That's yeah, my little what, part. What, what takes me usually, what, 30, 45 minutes to edit it? In typical Alex fashion, he had to go above and beyond and yeah. spend four hours. This is his first time editing, so it was going to take him a little bit longer. I'd say learning curve was easily two hours of it. Yeah. Easily. And then he went like an extra, like, any like if you i blink and you hear it and yep that's taken out 
Like, yeah, <laughs> I perfected the like two hours of audio files, two yep. different wavelengths, mine and his. I perfected every part of it. And then I uploaded. I'm so proud. I'm like, man, it's going to sound so good. You know, we would never do this, but I just like wanted to learn and do it. And, you know, whatever. Let's see how this sounds. And it just scrambled the entire audio. Like there were just parts for no reason. Paul's audio wasn't there. Parts where my audio wasn't there. And I was like, okay, no doubt, no doubt. Cool. Me like waking up the fucking newspaper person to do their, their Sunday route. And he's like, thanks for the wake up call. Me, no problem. And I'm like back, like back to editing. Oh, <laughs> I'm an idiot. Anyway, enough of the pity party. I was happy to do it. I just thought I would share that funny story of dumb yeah. shit that I get into. Um. Yeah, so you said you have a little something. So this is all you. Give it to me. Yep. So uh, as everyone knows, the season's wrapping up in what? Not next week, the week after? Yeah, it's crazy to think we got nine games in one week, Yep. which I can't wait to do the notes for. I am just so excited to break down nine games. No, it'll be fine. And And, then we uh, got two more weeks. uh, As the season winds down, obviously the wildcard picture is going to be coming into focus, right? But... Um, there's still some divisions that aren't decided and there's still some spots open, right? Mm-hmm. So obviously the White Sox are winning our division. Tampa Frost. Bay's take yeah. Tampa Bay's taking the East and Houston's taking the West. Yeah, do they have a seven do the Rays have a seven game lead or a three game lead? Six and a half game lead. Okay, so yeah, they got it then. Okay. They they have it. And Houston has a six-game lead on Oakland. Okay. Cool. So those are pretty much locked. Yeah, it's locked. Rays, Sox. What I want, what, and then Milwaukee already clinched and started San Francisco. But what's up for grabs is the NL East with Atlanta and Philly. Philly's only two games back from Atlanta, and they have a three-game series against Atlanta coming up. Oh, they do. Oh, yeah. that's a spicy, spicy yep. meatball. And we are we are kind of talking earlier where I've I've always been a Bryce Harper stand. Um, True. I mean, and he's having of, a hell of a year. Yeah. To be fair, he's having a hell of a year. Um, and is in my opinion not given the getting the credit he deserved, and it's kind of not getting talked about because no, it's, he's low key NL MVP sleeper. Yep. Except he's not going to get it. Yeah. Especially with Shohei Otani. Um. So what I wanted to get into is this wild card picture, right? So okay, so NL wild card, right? Just so I'm keeping AL or NL wild card because the AL wild card, they're still. I mean, Oakland's only two games back, and New York's a game and a half back. Mm-hmm. So, and then the NL wild card still uh, okay. has one spot open. That's fair. I had to change for whatever reason this graphic I was looking at because I was pulling it up. And- yeah. In my editing, my six hours of compulsive editing, I realized how much mics pick up when I put my phone down on the table next to me. So I'm not doing that anymore. But, uh, so... <laughs> you like, okay. <laughs> I, trust me, I get it. So, Boston, Toronto, New York, and Oakland, right? Those mm-hmm. are the... Yeah, Seattle's four out, and that's a grind with only... So, out of those four, what Mm -hmm. two do you think are getting in? Well, what's crazy is Oakland's hot. Five-game win streak. Yep. Uh, New York, we just took two out of. Eat my ass. 
Uh, Toronto won two in Boston's hot again, winning five. And if I'm not mistaken, and we're going to, I guess this kind of ruins it a little bit, not ruins it, but we'll get ahead of it a little bit, is that the Yankees, you know, lost four of six to the Orioles and us. Yeah. (laughs) And now the Yankees, I'm just looking at their schedule. They get the Rangers for three. So you basically got to sweep that, right? Yeah. And then they get to get back to where they were at before they played us. Yeah, and then the Red Sox for three, the Blue Jays for three, and the Rays for three. Yep. Holy shit. That sucks. Yeah. Um, so it's really too hard to tell. I, I know that's kind of a cop-out, but knowing that all those teams have to play each other. <laughs> each other. Well, except for the Rays, it's kind of tough. If you give me one second, I want to look up one other thing. I'm looking at the Red Sox schedule. Red Sox have the Mets. The Yankees, the Orioles, and the Nationals. Ooh, uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and lock in the Red yeah, Sox. I think Boston's a lock. One, yeah, I think the Red Sox are going to get yep. one or the other. And then just from like, I'm looking up the Blue Jays real fast, real fast. <sighs> On paper, I think the Blue Jays will hold it off just because they've been playing hot and they just got like this energy right now. Yeah. You know, like the vibes are real good for the Blue Jays. They get the Rays for three, which sucks. Uh, twins for four, which that's, those are pretty much, uh, I'm not going to say guaranteed four wins, but hopefully at least split, probably get three, right? Yankees for three Orioles for three. So they're they're more than likely going to take all three from the Orioles. Yeah. Or something close. Um, man, I'd still, I'll stand behind it. I think the Blue Jays, if the Yankees were a half game back, it'd be one thing, but with a game and a half back mm-hmm. and, I mean, unless one of those teams just shits the bed, um, I just think the vibes of Toronto and yeah. the teams there, I do think the Red Sox will just hold on. I mean, so barring I. an implosion, they're getting hot at the right time. So I do think it'll be Boston and Toronto and fuck the Yankees. We probably played, not only did we take two or three, we played Disruptor. Like key games I, down. I, the I called it last. I called it last episode, right? I said if you can take two out of three from the Yankees right here, you can ruin their whole fucking season. Yeah, and it's just like mm, mm, that's yeah. such a spicy meatball. So you agree with me? Sorry, because yep. I know you were asking me, but I want to make sure we get yep. you on record. Um, I think that yeah. I think that Boston right now. Um, I think they'll probably it, hold on to the top. Yeah, spot, with, well, looking what I'm at their schedule with, with any sport. But baseball specifically, if mm-hmm. you get hot towards the postseason, right, or mm-hmm. towards like the end of the season and you can hold off, you can make a deep push. Boston's getting hot right now. True. I think they can hold on. They have they have a lot of momentum. Um, And I agree with you. Toronto's young compared to New York. They got it's such this. a hot boy team. Like yeah. everything about them is just flashy and sexy. Watching Bo like, a lot of fun. Obviously, Vladdy Jr. has been playing out of his mind the past. He had like a slow, like after the All Star break, he kind of slowed down a little bit. And you saw, you saw like, Sal, you saw Salvi and Shohei kind of shoot up, and then um, Salvi kept going, and he's still going. But Vladdy Jr. is like, wait, I'm 21 years old. And all I do is hit fucking piss missiles and play uh, Golden Glove uh, defense at first base. So um, I'm going to go ahead and eat. And uh, yeah. so the, the, all of the past month and a half, he's been fucking eating, uh, which um, if he does well, it fuels that whole team. 
They all they all hop on that back. True. And, I mean, Marcus Simeon's having a hell yeah. of a year. I just could like, and he should be like as 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 shitty as it sounds, right? Marcus Simeon should be as good as new because he missed a lot of this year rehabbing because he was hurt. You're thinking of George Springer, dog. I thought Marcus Simeon missed a lot of this year too. George Springer, Marcus Simeon probably popping thinking, off. Yeah, I probably am thinking of George. Yeah, George Springer, but um. Yeah, there's just something about them. They're like a more interesting version of the Padres. I don't know what it is. I just don't care about the Padres. So I here's just can't the th- bring myself to. I almost made this the hot topic. I don't know if you saw the Manny Machado Tatis Jr. thing. Yeah, it was good on Machado, um, who's usually a piece of shit to put Tatis in his yeah. place. Uh, Tatis, I am off the Tatis train after since like the second month of this season. I've been off the Tatis train. I think he's overrated. So that's funny you say that. There's something about him I don't like, and I can't explain it. Yep. I, I just there's. And uh, then I look at his stats. Is it offensively? He gets he's very streaky. He can't keep anything consistent. Right when he's hot, he's hotter than anyone in the MLB. But when he's yeah. cold, he does nothing. Defensively, he's made more errors than any single person in the MLB this year. I know. This dude had a premier th- position. Uh, and not only when he plays shortstop, but when they throw him in the outfield, he's dropping fly balls. Yeah. And then um, they're they're trying to make a playoff push. And oh, they're done. They're, they're done, done, right? Like, they got swept, like, didn't they? That's what I'm saying. Last week, they were trying to make a playoff push. And someone like Tatis Jr. is a you, – you need him in your lineup if you're making a playoff push. And you're going to sit there and argue with an umpire. This is how this whole argument between him and Manny Machado broke down. I watched like a full like 15 minutes of like this game and what happened uh, just to get like context about this. So Mm -hmm. he's arguing balls and strikes with an umpire and almost gets ejected from the game. Their manager comes out and steps in and kind of like takes the face shot for Tatis and then Manny Machado pulls him aside. He gives Manny Machado attitude when this whole year Manny Machado took Tatis under his wing and kind of like showing him around. And like this whole year, Manny Machado, before this year, Manny Machado was a huge piece of shit. Like around the league, people did not like Manny Machado because he's a douchebag. And then he's kind of uh, settled down a little bit this year and um, has gotten better. And he's trying to sit here and be like, hey, look, you can't do that. This isn't. This whole game isn't about you. It's not about you anymore. Yeah. We're trying to make a push. This is baseball is a baseball is very unique in a way where it comes down to one on one when you when you're at the plate, right? It's the pitcher mm-hmm. versus the batter, but it's still you need the whole team together to do it and you need your best team out there. I'm As to where football and basketball, it's eleven on eleven and five on five. Mm-hmm. Baseball is a very unique way of it's a very unique team sport where it's a one on one matchup that then breaks out into a team sport. Yeah. I I mean, I don't dislike the guy or anything. And, you know, he's young, he's gonna make mistakes. And it's funny, I think he's overrated too, but then I go look at his stats and I'm like, fuck me, you were really good at baseball. But the but errors are what the errors really are what good do at it baseball seventy five percent of the time, and then that yeah, other twenty five percent he's a, a dumpster fire. And then a, I don't want to talk about 
how we can't keep track of defensive stats, right? If yeah. we were to take his defense into an account, right? I don't care how hot your bet is. If you have 74 errors on a year, I'm over-exaggerating, right? But yeah. this dude has the most errors by any one person in the MLB this year. You can't, like, if you're going to be the face of baseball, you, that can't be it. You can't be yeah. that guy. Especially yeah, he's one of those people that makes crazy good plays, but then, I mean, you can't make... You can't drop a, a routine fly ball in center field. Yeah, true. And then make a terrible throw to home and let some guy get third base. That's just not knowing baseball. That's not good baseball awareness. Yeah, at shortstop, he's played 91 games, and he's made 20 errors. Yep, can't have that. And he's made one error in the outfield. So that's Once. what ninety-one games. That's a roughly a hundred innings, right? Wait, what? No, I'm way off. No, no, no. Uh, he's played this year about eleven hundred innings. Yeah, eleven fifty, and he's made twenty-two errors. Fuck. Yeah, that's not it. If anyone on the Indians were to make 22 errors in one year, I'd say cut them. Don't even trade them. DFA them. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. I don't care about your offense at that point. We've 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 talked about it where like the I go back to the Gary Sanchez versus Roberto Perez argument, right? Mhm. I would rather have a Roberto Perez than a Gary Sanchez at any position. You could, I'm like, I'm just using that as a template, right? I would rather have someone who is a defensive stud that has like a, a below average bat than a offensive stud with below average defense. Yeah, because it breaks so he- down to out of those. What was it, 21 errors? He's, he's made 20 errors, I'm sorry. 20. In, which he's number four in the league, just so you know. But not, not. I just, I was surprised. Bo Bichette has the most errors in all of baseball. What the I fuck? Have, I know, I would not have guessed that. What? I mean, a lot of these people at premier positions do, you know what I mean? You're, the chances at short and third are yeah. exponentially higher. Those people are usually going to lead the league, but 20 is not it. What's Bo Bichette have? 24. What the fuck? Yeah, I know. For example, a good, a not good shortstop is like Glaber Torres. That guy doesn't have very much range for the yeah. Yankees. He's got 18. So, I mean, most of these players are good players that I'm seeing. I mean, Jose is 11th in the league with 14, but he plays at a premier position. He's next to like Th- Austin so, Riley. Yeah, so errors at, third, Story. errors at third base and errors at shortstop are different, though. Yeah. Well, and that's where almost all of Tatis has come from. But, I mean, he still – I think he made, like, 18 of those, I swear to God, in the first three months. It was like every day was an error. It was so bad. We're getting way off track. The dude's – he's got almost a a one one daughter, OPS. I mean, his stats are – every time I'm like, man, you're overrated. And then I'm like, you got a 368 on base, 620 slugging, and a 988 OPS. And I'm like, 
Jesus Christ. You also have stolen 25 it's bags. Best, like, best fucking... It's like Manny Ramirez. Look at Manny Ramirez's stats. The drama's not fucking worth it. Yeah. I think you're being... Objectively, even though I have to check myself because I, I agree with you, I think you're being a little hard on him right now. But... I yeah, but if you're going to go ahead and call yourself the new face of baseball. Yeah, you can't be making. You can't I'm, do I'm with that. You. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. So that's our Tatis slander that people yeah. could eat us alive for. And we wouldn't. You would go be for wrong, it. But these are I the will literally fight. fight any first fucking person for this. <laughs> okay. There is um, just something about him. I don't know what it is. I think it's just because he's so flashy, but that it's like. The I numbers are there. Derek no, I know. The one numbers of my are there. Players of all time, and Derek Jeter was beyond flashy. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the off like it's the the fact that this dude called himself the new face of baseball. Let's yeah. be honest. That's not for you to decide. True. Right. Yes, you're on the cover of the show, but let's be real. Shohei Otani is the new face of baseball. Yeah, true. And he does it. I, I, uh, he does it right. Like he he goes and he does these media press conferences. I mean, he can't speak English, but you can, you can tell that he's respectful and he's doing it because he loves the game. Like yeah. deep think, down, he loves yeah. the game. I think Tatis does too. I think. He's kind of like how Lindor will make these unbelievable plays. And then like last year or so, he started making some not such good plays. You remember that? Yeah. For us. And it's like, but that's like projected out for Tati. Yeah, but that was also. He's a fucking monster. We, we, for, for Lindor, I blame that on just not caring anymore towards the end of his career in Cleveland. He just. Which is just even worse, actually. Yeah. That's All right. It's the worst sin. Anyway, now that we got we're way off this, track. Now we're going to go into the National League, right? All right. I've so, got, I got stuff pulled up as well so, so that we can do it somewhat quickly. We, we got to talk about um, the Atlanta-Philly situation. Yes. Because... Well, let's give, give, give the standings right now as it stands. For, for the, the wild card? card? Yeah. So we Philly's, set the stage. So, here's the thing. Atlanta, Milwaukee, and San Francisco are now leading the league for the East Central and West in the National League, right? Milwaukee and San Francisco have both clinched. The Dodgers have clinched because they have a 16-game lead on anyone else for the wild card. Yep, and the Giants are only a a game back of the Giants for the division. So no matter what, Giants or Dodgers will be at the very top, like locked. So all you're fighting for is the second spot. St. Louis has the second spot locked. Uh, and they have a three-game lead. Cincinnati's three games back. Philly's three and a half. San Diego's three and a half. Uh, and anyone else under that, I don't really give a fuck about. Yeah, you're not. The you're Mets done. are seven games back. You're not making that. Yeah. Um, so San Diego, thing. it's important. I don't think we should really talk about them because they're three and a half back, just like Philly, right? But they get the Giants. And the, they play the Giants and the Dodgers. Yeah, so like I'm sorry, but like you're not. They're done. They're done. Yeah, you're two and eight in your last ten. You've honestly been kind of overrated all year. You play in a really tough division. Don't get me wrong, but like I, I, you can't buy. We I talked about it. 
I just don't believe in buying 15 pieces and sticking it together. Like that's yeah. not how baseball works. You cannot do that. And I almost makes me not want to like people. Um, but anyway, so fuck the, so we're talking about Philly three and a half back in Cincinnati three back. I think those mm. are the only two and St. Louis who has the lead who has won eight in a row and nine out of 10. Jesus. Yep. They have gotten scorching and hot. Never ever doubt people that have been there. Right. St. Yep. Louis has, what, been there twice in the past decade and done it twice in the past decade? What's that? Won a World Series. Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's just they breed excellence. Yeah. I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence. There's a fucking plane going overhead. So oh, that good. probably sound like ass cheeks. But I couldn't even hardly hear it. Um, here's the thing, right? I was talking about this earlier. I don't think... Philly or Cincinnati are making a push for the wild card. I think okay. Philly is going to win that division. That's a spicy meatball. Um, they have a three-game, I think it's a three-game series coming up here against Atlanta. And then after that, let me pull up their schedule. I got oh, it. Can I tell you their schedule? Yeah. Because I want to say right out of the gate, okay, right out of the gate. This is the Cardinals to lose. And I don't mean that like they should have it bagged. Like, hold on for all holy hell. Because the Phillies have three against the Orioles, fucking four games against the Pirates. Then they get the Braves for three. And they're only two games behind the Braves for the division, to be clear. Yeah. Okay. But then they get three against the Marlins as well. Yeah. All right. The Phillies, it doesn't get any better than this. Like, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I, I think they're going to take that division, that they're not even going to end up being to need the wild card spot because yeah. can you look up Atlanta's schedule for me? Yeah, I can do that really fast. Atlanta Braves. Fun fact, if you just type a team's name, it just automatically gives you. Okay. So the Braves though have four against the Diamondbacks, which you got to oh, be God. feeling real good about yeah. that. Three against the Padres. So that's a little spicy. Meatball. Yeah. Those three against the Phillies and three against the Mets. Yeah, that's, God, on the flip side, Philly gets the Pirates for f- Orioles three, Pirates four, Braves three, Marlins three. <laughs> You're right. They might they might fuck around and just take that division. Yeah. You know? And um Can I give you another I've, spicy meatball? Yeah. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, finish no, your thoughts, I've been, I've been, I'm gonna get into schedules. So I've been watching more of the the, the Phillies lately. A because Bryce Harper is in my opinion, one of the most fun people to watch in baseball. Mm-hmm. Um, but also because I think they're going to make a push. And just watching the Phillies and the attitude around them, they're hungry. Yeah. And they are they want to make a push. And they want to make a deep yeah, push. Because they've been letting themselves down year after year. Yeah. Can I tell you who has the hardest thing? Like... It kind of is the Cardinals to lose. And again, I'm saying that phrase backwards because it's not like they should. I'm saying like, it's the Cardinals. I don't know how to phrase that, but the Cardinals better watch out. They get the Brewers for four, the Cubs for four, which the Cubs suck right now. But interdivision teams, we all know how that goes. Okay. That's not just a wash. You're not just rolling twins. Yeah, exactly. So four against the Brewers, four against the Cubs. 
Three more against the Brewers, three more against the Cubs. So this happens every year in the Central. Remember when the last couple of years mm-hmm. they've all been competitive and they all just punch each other in the mouth and then people end up getting 85 wins and they take yeah. the division because that division was so tough? Yeah, Cardinals, dog, you cool off even a little bit, you're going to get passed because the Reds, who have been 3-7 and seven in their last 10, so not great, you know, they're a little cold, but the Reds, okay, get the Pirates for three, the Nationals for four, the White Sox for two, and the Pirates for three. They get the Pirates for six more games. Yeah, but they also play the Nationals, which don't sleep on Juan Soto. They can just carry, Juan Soto can carry them to a win. Okay, so usually and then, I would say something like that, but dog, you're thinking of the old Nationals. They only have Juan Soto. That's what I'm saying. They, they, they suck. Like, I, I, what I'm saying is the Nationals will – I will bet on the Nationals at least winning one of those games. Yeah, but I'm saying that's easy. Like, yeah. You, like, that's still – you have but dumpster then, teams to finish but it But then out they play the White Sox, which you are saying are frauds, but still are winning are games. Yeah, you know what I mean? They're, they're frauds. But yeah, I. But I'm just saying, you get the Pirates for seven to finish your season, or for six, and the Nationals for four. Like the Reds, like I don't know. It's kind of there. It, the Phillies and the Reds have the most pressure of like it's right there. Like the the yeah. the the fucking guy on the airport runway has the two little glow sticks. Like right here, baby. This is the playoffs. Like come on, come get it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean they gotta they they. Cincinnati has to win and St. Louis has to lose. That's what has to happen. But I'm just saying St. Louis has a rough go of it. The Braves don't have – it's going to be a little rough. And then the Phillies get a soft schedule and the Reds do. And so, yeah, there's going to be some changing around there. Yeah. So So wrapping it up because we're an AL pod. Who do you think is going to take the National League? Right, because how so many of those think, games are on the road? Because the Phillies are not good on the road; they suck on the road. How many games do they get at the home? Schedules. They get the Orioles. The Orioles have to come to them. The Pirates have to come to the Phillies. Oh boy, that's seven. That's six games right there. I think they play in Atlanta, but again, that's inner division. Anything can happen. Yeah, that's. I'm not worried about that. Let me see the Marlins, and they play at the Marlins. But you get seven against the two worst teams in baseball at yeah. home, which they play so much better at home. Like, so, 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 so much better. I don't know. I'm buying into the Phils. I, I don't know what it is. Usually, I don't – I'm going to be honest. I don't care about the Phillies at all. But, like, you kind of sold me. And yeah. I, man, the Cardinals. So the you Reds think, scare you think me the a little Phillies are going to take that division? Mm-hmm. Sure. Or, fuck them. Yes. You think they're going to take the division or the wild card spot? I think they're going to take the division. I think for them to get in, they need to take the division. Yeah, that's what that's what I was saying earlier. That I don't think that there's any shot that they take the wild card spot if they want to get in the playoffs. They have to. If they want to make the playoffs, they're going to have to take that division. Well, just take the division anyway, right? Yeah. Versus the what? Sorry, if my audio is messed up, had to plug in my computer. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know. So that's our guess. We'll um, see. So, Philly's taking the division. The Dodgers already have the wild card spot. So, who has that last wild card spot between St. Louis, Silly, or Cincy, and uh, now Atlanta? 
Mm. I don't know where would the Braves be in that. Sorry, I have so they would just, they would literally just probably swap with Philly. Yeah, that's true. And Philly takes it right. So in the division, probably the Braves. I don't in, know. I just believe in that team. So in the division, Philly's two games back, right? No, so yeah, I'm looking at it. Yeah, Atlanta's record seventy-seven and seventy right now. So that would put them. Two I believe in that Braves team. Back if from they, St. Louis. Yeah, if they choke the if they choke the whatchamacallit away, I think they'll take the wild card. I just I believe in St. Louis though. Don't get me wrong; it's just tough because man, that is a that is a tough stretch. Like you even go five hundred, these other teams are playing dumpsters. Like yeah. five hundred ain't gonna do it. So. And here's the thing: um, what I will say about Atlanta is that they're missing their star Acuna still out. Um, yeah, for the rest of the year. Yeah. And probably, I mean, he might miss some of next year. He probably will. Sucks. Yeah. So uh, that's something that you have to think about because that's a bat that Atlanta's missing. Yeah. And what, they're they're four and six in the last ten? Something like that. Yeah. So uh, I, I, I believe in Philly and I believe in Seattle. I think Philly's going to take the division. I think, or not Seattle, St. Yeah. Louis. I was like, what? I, I was looking at the STL. I was like, definitely Seattle. That means Seattle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah but I think I think St. Louis is going to hold on. I think Philly's going to take that division. Okay. I love it. All right, let's get into Indians baseball. Um, yeah. So what game one's one, here for? Yeah, game one: Plesac versus Kluber. Indians coming to Friday night's game in the Bronx, uh, looking to stay in the win column after we took two or three from the Twins. Uh, they definitely got their work cut out for them, playing in the Big Apple against a team of tight end-looking motherfuckers. Uh, some big boys on that team. Uh, the Indians face an old friend, Corey Kluber, for the first time since he left the organization in 2019. Um, and they give Plesak the pill, which goes really well at first, but then kind of crashes and burns down the stretch. So, quick line, New York, eight. Or, sorry, the Yankees, eight runs on 11 hits with one error. Cleveland, no runs. Four hits, no errors, so not great. Uh, quick scoring highlights, bottom of the second, Joey Gallo, solo shot, is 36th of the year. Indians take an early one nothing lead. Bottom of the fourth, Aaron Judge, solo shot, his 35th of the year. Uh, and the Yankees extend their lead 2 nothing. Bottom of the seventh, Gio Urshela, RBI single, gives the Yankees a 3 nothing lead. Still the bottom of the seventh, Brett Gardner, three-run shot. That's his ninth homer of the year. Fuck Brett Gardner. That's pod will always his, be a fuck Brett Gardner. And his bald-ass head. Yeah, his ball sack, shaved nut-looking head. Um, so after that three-run shot, Yankees blow it open, 6 nothing. Bottom of the eighth, Giancarlo Stanton, solo shot. That's his 29th of the year. Um, Yankees now lead at 7 nothing. And still the bottom of the eighth, Joey, Ga- Joey Gallo excuse me, hits a solo shot. That's his second of the game and 37th of the year. It's built different. Uh, Yankees now lead at 8-0, and that's all because fate kind of played out how it was supposed to or what it felt like it should have. Yeah, it was the Corey Kluber revenge game after after we broke this, man. Yeah. Um, not really much to say other than we got bent by a very good offense. Um, please say it kind of imploded. Um, I think in the fifth in this one, right? I think that's when he got pulled. How many ends did he go? 
No, he goes six. six. I'll talk about that in a second. But yeah, it's not great. And like, he gave up a couple solo shots, but there was a lot of foot traffic. Yeah, it's kind of a mix of that. Yeah. Um, you want me to give the line? Yeah. Kind of talk through it? So, that was my segue. I was hoping. Oh, okay. Just well, I just want to make sure. Give your game highlights. You know, that's your thing. Uh, Please, that gives you six innings of seven hit, one walk ball with five earned runs on six strikeouts and takes an L. So this is kind of an interesting because usually I jump all over him because please, I don't know. I like the dude's good and I know him and like him, but I don't. I don't know. He's starting to piss me off, and I can't explain why. It just feels like, dude, you're better than this. Um, but to be fair, overall, it was a pretty strong start because he cruised through the first six innings. He gave up two runs on two solo shots, which we'll take that all day. Two, right? what was it? Young Carlos Stanton and Joey Gallo? Or no, Aaron Judge and uh, Joey Aaron Gallo. Aaron Judge and Joey Gallo. That's like, going to fucking happen. Yeah, you get through six innings at Yankee Stadium with, Stadium with two runs. You're doing great, sweetie. Keep it up, and we're, we're clapping for you, right? But then he comes out for the seventh. He gives up a leadoff single, a walk, and an RBI single. Okay? So right there, that's uh, two of the seven hits and the only walk of the game. You know, when he comes out. He doesn't get a single out. So now he's giving up three earned runs across six. Nick, But he leaves, you know, someone on first and second. Nick Wickring replaces him with those two runners inherited and gives up a three-run bomb. And then Zach gets tagged for two of those, obviously. Which he put a bond, but yeah. that sucks, right? Um, so the line is uglier than the performance really was against a scary ass Yankees team. Uh, it, overall, it's just okay. It's one of those things that you look at, you're like, Oh, what the hell? But when you dig in, it's like, yeah, you went six innings, a two hit ball, yeah. you know, or, or six run and six innings, a two run ball, excuse me. And then I guess I this would be our time to talk about it. Cause we kind of talked about it, uh, with your brother today about trading police Right. Yeah, I saw some 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 on the TL at two one six baseball pod uh, on um, Twitter popping off. Here's the thing: like crazy. stonks. I think that right now his whole equilibrium, I guess, is what I'll call it. Even though that's not really what it is, is thrown off. No, that's fair. After getting injured, right? I think that it kind of threw his he punched root- something like a fucking dumbass. Just just to be clear, yeah. I think it threw his routine off for the season, and I think that it's been an uphill battle since then. Yeah. I think that next year he's going to bounce back after, if he can stay healthy, right? If he can stay healthy, I think that he'll bounce back and he will be the Zach Plesak we saw, we saw last year. Yeah. But I hope if, so. if you were to trade that trade him, this is kind of where I think we would have our debate. I think mm-hmm. that if you trade him... If you trade anyone, I think you need to get a. I think you need to get left-handed arms. That's fair. As to where you and I, think, I guess we'll shout yeah. out your brother. You you guys want us to get bats? Yeah, we have to go get a corner outfield bat. If you're going to give something up as big as Zach Plesac, potentially a young dude that's done it, although his historical stats aren't as good as you think they are, go look at him. Um, although we know he can be a dude. Not going to argue that. Yeah. Um, you go, you use that chip to go get somebody that won't be on the free agent market. Like somebody bigger than an Andrew Benatendi, who I'm screaming that we need to go get all over Twitter and everything because it's just the most no brainer fucking thing ever. Um, but yeah, like you could get somebody above that. Like somebody like, I'm talking like a dude, 
you know, if you if you give up a Zach Plesak and a prospect or something, you could go get somebody like yeah. it's gonna make a big difference immediately. Um, but I understand the left-handed pitching thing. We could use it. I don't think we're hurting for it. It would just be an icing on the cake. And at that point, in my opinion, why get rid of somebody that's a dude for you just to switch out someone that throws with left-handed? I get the benefit, but like Zach Plesak's too big of a chip. If you're getting Eli Morgan for a left-handed pitcher, now we're talking. But um, somebody a Plesak, dude, I don't care what hand the other person throws with unless we go get John Means, which here's we talked the thing. about. Yeah. Gonna happen. yeah, here's the thing. Um I'm starting to agree with you more and more that his foot traffic is going to catch up to him at some point. Yeah, sorry. I just, the Royals, they're playing right now, and Andrew Benatendi just hit a two-run home run off of <laughs> off of Tristan McKenzie. A Benatendi. <laughs> Mamma mia. Um, yeah, I mean, either way, I think we need at least, I mean, Logan Allen ain't it. We need a left-handed arm. Yeah. And so let's go get that. I just yeah. don't know that Zach's that guy that you do it with. That's all I mean. Yeah. That's all I mean. But uh, so, And I'm talking like real time. When I just said that Andrew Benatendi, not like 10 minutes ago. I'm talking like as now. you were talking to me. It just Yeah, like, I got the notification. Pulled, yeah, it just pulled up. And I was like, damn it. They're up, anyway. what, 4-0? 3-0? 4-0, yeah. yeah. But. You want to go into the bullpen now? Yeah. But, yeah, his foot traffic is scary. That, yeah. That's why I like whip and stuff. It'll tell you truly what's going on and kind of help you. So the bullpen only get, needs to give you two innings because we're getting blown out and we're away. So they just give you the seventh and eighth. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, the seventh because he didn't get any outs in the eighth. Uh, Wickren gives you that one-run ball of earned ball, right? But he gives up that three-run bomb. Yeah. So, yeah, fuck Wickren, eat my butt. Uh, Mejia you gives you an inning of teeth. True. Mejia gives you an inning of two-run ball on three hits and one walk and gives up two homers, which is just a big yikes. So overall, we get two innings out of the bullpen giving up three earned runs, and that doesn't count the three-run shot, like if we talk about inherited runners, which, again, are credited to Plesak, but just so the the performance doesn't get lost in stats. Like, yeah. All of this is bad. Um, talk I mean, to me yeah, about the, the, offense. the offense didn't do great either. Uh, eight strikeouts to two walks, which is pretty good, but we left 13 runners on base. Um, we had four hits. None of them were extra base hits, all singles. Swinging uh, that pool noodle. 0 for 6 with runners in scoring position. Trash. Uh, <laughs> Jose, Harold, Jimenez, and uh, Robo, who's back, baby. Uh, I'll get a hit in this one. So yep. Robo hit a fucking liner into center. Right back yeah. up the middle. And it was just good to see him swing the bat again. Uh, yeah. But other than that, it was just real pathetic. Uh, I'm just ready to get into these next two games. Yeah, we're not good. So game two is Savali versus Gill. Um, and quick thing, Indians Perspective tweeted out that some transactions. Uh, right-handed pitcher JC Mejia uh, was recalled from AAA Columbus. And they optioned... Um, Alex sorry, Young. Might have Alex Young. Yeah, but he just... Mejia just pitched. That might have happened... I, I might have mixed up the dates. That yeah. might have been before game one. I'm sorry. So before game one, Mejia got recalled 
Alex Young, who's a bum, got optioned back down to Columbus. I'm sorry about that. That wasn't very professional. Everybody, please forgive me. Um, so anyway, Savali versus Gill. Indians come in hoping that the Yankees will use a little KY jelly for game two. Um, after the self-fulfilling prophecy played out on Friday night, the Yankees are majority owners of our franchise, especially in the postseason as of recent. It's just really sad. Um, they the Yankees are to- part owners of everyone in the postseason. True. But it's just like they live rent free. Yeah. Uh, so they send Savali to the bump, uh, try and right the ship, and he delivers, and the offense does too, as we blow out the Yankees in a game two win because God is good all the time. Cleveland, 11 runs on 12 hits and no errors. Yankees, three runs on eight hits and two errors. Two errors. You deserve to lose. You deserve birds. to fucking lose. Eat Scoring it, high- bitch. <laughs> he gave up the birds in case anybody no could see it. But Double yeah, birded. One, two. Uh, scoring highlights, top of the second. Yu Chang solo shot. That's his eighth of the year. It's a UU Indian- world, baby. Let's go. Yu yep. Bonds Chang. Uh, Indians taking an early one nothing lead. Top of the fifth, Fran Meal RBI double extends the tribe's lead to two nothing. Top of the still the top of the fifth, Yu Chang two run double, giving the Indians a four nothing lead. Still the top of the fifth, Owen Miller RBI single extends the tribe's lead five nothing. Still the top of the fifth, Andres Jimenez a three run bomb baby. That's his third of the year. Indians bl- have blown it wide open eight to nothing. Um, top of the sixth. Franmeal two-run bomb. That's his 30th of the year. Got to that 30 mark, baby. And in a year where he missed, what, 45 to 60 days, which is nuts. He, you know, just got his 30th bomb. Indians continued the, their route of the Yankees, taking a 10-0 lead. Bottom of the seventh, Giancarlo Stanton solo shot. That's his 30th of the year. Uh, Yankees still trail at 10-1 because bums. Top of the eighth, Jose solo shot. He wanted to get in on it. 34th of the year. Let's go. And the Indians extend their lead to 11-1. Bottom of the eighth, Luke Voigt, two-run shot. That's his 11th of the year. But the Indians still lead it 11-3. And that's how it stays because fuck the Yankees. Yeah, TV. fuck the Yankees. Let's go. Oh, Feels good. It does feel good. I, I said it in last episode. At least take one. Don't get swept. Yep. Uh, and this is the one. And it was a good one. Um some game highlights in the bottom of the second. Austin Hedges makes a picture-perfect throw down to second base to catch. I forget who was trying to steal. It doesn't fucking matter because you suck. Um, mm-hmm. Take some notes from Jose Ramirez. Uh, but literally right on a fucking dime. No shot. Um, other than that, nothing really happened. We, we used the fifth inning in this one to just fucking take the Yankees out back and we mm. we used KY jelly on them this time true I was hoping we didn't man I mean we're not we're we're classy <laughs> we bought a steak dinner first yeah um so Savali okay six innings no runs four hits one walk with four strikeouts in a dub. What a guy. Just drop dig dick off in the big yep. city. He dominated on all fronts, and I love to see the offense back him up too. And just a great bounce back start after he got blown up by the Brewers last Sunday, as everybody will remember. The Brewers. I mean, Brew. s- six innings, no runs, four hits, one walk. Like, let's go. That is just domination. 
Um, and then the bullpen's only asked to give you three innings. Um, they're they're rested. Um, <laughs> they make Savali makes it easy, but man, I don't know what it is. Only need nine outs. Brian Shaw gives you an inning of one run ball on two hits and a strikeout. So Brian Shaw, ladies and gentlemen. Garza gives you two-thirds of an inning of two-run ball on a hit in two walks, which is a big yikes. Parker gets the final out of the eighth since Garza couldn't get through it, but he gives up a hit, but he does get the out, so it is what it is. Classe's brought in, I guess, to get some work, even though he only had, what, like two days off? I don't yeah. know, but he gives you he gives you a scoreless ninth and an absolute blowout with a walk and a strikeout. Yeah, uh, just a little a, interesting. And a no-save situation. Yeah, it was kind of weird. So, talk to me about the offense, though, because I guess they were just scared fun. because this Yankees team can pop off at any given time. They're like, we're not even going to take the chance. I mean, we were winning eleven. Stupid! To... I'm not even going to let you get the chance. <laughs> it's it was still Alex 11 doesn't to three. get these reference. I reference I'm... TikTok a lot, and a lot of the times he doesn't get it because he doesn't have TikTok. True. So, uh, a lot of people will get that reference. Okay, I'm glad. Thanks for staying hip. Yep. <laughs> hello, One of fellow us has children. to. <laughs> or hello, fellow kids. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, the offense, uh, 12 strikeouts to four walks. Uh, 12 strikeouts isn't great, but I love to see the four walks. I mean, I'll take four walks all day. Um, and we left 20, uh, uh, left 20 runners on base, but what, we had 12 hits. And scored 11 runs, so... We're not going to complain, just yeah. to be very clear. <laughs> uh, 12 hits, 7 of them were extra base hits. We went 5 for 13 with runners in scoring position. So that's that's the stat that kind of... You have to take the left on base with the uh, hits with runners in scoring position and kind of like put them together to get a whole story. Because like if you look at just 20 runners on base, you're like, wow. When you got people on, you couldn't get them in. But then... You went five for thirteen with runners in scoring position, so you yeah, were you sixteen base runners. Yeah, so and twenty left on base. Just to be very clear, these numbers are collective. It's yeah. not individual runners. You'd like if two, if th- if you had runners on first and second with no outs, okay, and all three guys strike out in a row, there's okay, six. That would be six left on base. Yep. You have one, two, you know, and then another two, and then another two on opportunities. Yeah. So. Just to be very clear of of what that looks like, yep. there's a team left on base stat, which is eight. Um, which I mean, you scored eleven runs. It kind of is what it is. Yeah. Uh, Fran Mel, Yu Chang, and Jimenez fucking popped off. Um, Jimenez had that three run home run, I think. Yep. And this one, Yu Chang had a homer. Fran Mel had a homer. Uh, they they all popped off, uh, and they all had three RBIs. And a um, homer, yeah. all of them. Um, yeah, they went five for seven. Uh, they had five out of the seven of the extra base hits, sorry. Uh, and seven out of 12 hits in general. <laughs> like, everyone but Harold Ramirez and Austin Hedges had a hit in this one, which, um, yeah. Harold Ramirez kind of makes up for it in the next game, kind of. Uh, and Austin Hedges doesn't play in the next game. So, yeah. But Austin Hedges made up for it on the other side of the ball and on defense, which he always does. True. It's still painful, but yeah, we scored 11 runs. There are no complaints. Yep. 
And I was in such a good mood about it that I included a tweet from Al Pulowski, who can blow me. I don't know what it is, but I've been so consistent since I was a child living in my parents' home. I've It's been on site for me for Al Pulowski. I don't know what it is. I think it it's is. the name. It's such a fucking dumb name. And his face. Al I just Pulowski. Like, it's just his face. I just want to. Yeah. Al Pulowski. <laughs> you ain't safe. Um, that's not a threat. It's just. It's a promise. Bitch. Yeah, it's <laughs> It's just that it's on site, and Jensen Lewis can blow me too. Um, he tweeted out the Indians' seven-run fifth inning at Yankee Stadium is the most runs the Tribe has scored in a single inning this season. So, wow, just had everything popping off. I will say, good tweet, Al. You're not invited to Thanksgiving, but good tweet. Yeah. So, game three is Eli Get Morgan versus. <laughs> is Eli Morgan versus Cole? Uh, Indians come into Sunday's afternoon game. Okay. They're honestly a little scared if I were to guess. They're not scared to face Garrett Cole, a strong Cy Young candidate for the AL. They're not scared of the strong chance we put up no runs with the double-A lineup we ran out there for game three. We're scared for the Yankees and how they'd feel after they met their make or <laughs> met their maker, Eli fucking Morgan. Let's go, baby. <laughs> All right, Cleveland, 11 runs on 16 hits with no errors. Yankees, one run on eight hits with two errors. Fuck the Yankees, dog. Eat it, bitch. <laughs> two errors, you deserve to lose. Have fun on your on your couches in the postseason. Yep. Right alongside the Cleveland Guardians, baby. It, let's go. <laughs> Eli Morgan, folks, said, nah. <laughs> So, quick highlights. Top of the first, Harold Ramirez, two-run single, gives the Indians an early 2-0 lead. Top of the third, Harold Ramirez, hits another two-run single, extends the Tribe's lead to 4-0. Still the top of the third, Robo, RBI single, gives the Indians a 5-0 lead. Bottom of the third, Gio Urshela hits a solo shot. That's his 13th of the year, uh, but the Yankees still trail at 5-1, and then it's all us the rest of the way. Top of the fifth, Jose hits a solo shot, his 35th of the year. That's a serious stat. Indians extend their lead 6-1. to one. Top of the sixth, Robo, solo shot. Okay. Seventh Welcome of the back, year. King. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. Indians now lead at 7-1. to one. Top of the seventh. <laughs> it's all like fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth. Top of the seventh, Yu Chang RBI single. Gives the Indians an 8-1 lead. That's Chang Gang, baby. On, uh, I would die for that. It's a UU world. Top of the eighth, Jose two-run single. Extends the Indians' lead 10-1. to Top of the ninth, Ernie Clement. RBI fielder's choice. Indians now lead at 11-1. And that's how it stays because fuck the Yankees. Fuck if the you didn't Yankees. pick up on that yet. All my homies hate the Yankees. <laughs> All of them. All my true ones. They hate the Yankees. We're ridiculous it's so and good. profane, but I don't care. Yeah. Anyone that's not a Yankees fan agrees with everyone who's sure. not a Yankees fan. 100%. Everybody out here like, oh, shit, they spitting. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, some game highlights. Uh, in the bottom of the third, this is why I was going to say Harold kind of makes up for it. Uh, he leaves the game in this one after uh, trying to make a play on Giorgio's home run, uh, runs into the wall and, and tweaks his shoulder a little bit. Uh, and leaves the game early. Uh, so hopefully he's all right. Um, and then in the bottom of the fourth, Oscar Mercado makes a fantastic diving catch, like coming in on a, on a shallow fly ball uh, and just eats. 
Oh, I mean, I don't care about him, but also I'm happy for him. You know, it is what it is. Eli Morgan, folks. Eli Morgan. Okay. Six innings, six hits, no walks, one run, three strikeouts, and a dub. Eli Morgan on the road. That's the tweet. We dropped some serious dick all over the field. He dominated, <laughs> he dominated the Yankees. He gave up only one run on six hits and went the six innings, like I said. He didn't back down, and he didn't give a single walk up to a high on-base percentage Yankees team. That's scary. I mean, there, there's a reason there was a shirt. You know, Boone said, you know, it's like that infamous thing. He's like, my guys are fucking savages in the box. They are. They're scary. <laughs> He didn't back down, and I love that for him. Yeah. Meet your maker, Eli, Mr. Morgan. <laughs> he ain't scared no one. Nobody. So the bullpen uh, is only asked to give you three innings again. So starters, what, all went six innings, which, damn, right? Um, they This time they remember how to pitch, only give up two hits, no walks, no runs, and strike out eight in three innings. Yeah. Stefan gives bitch. you an inning. Yeah. Stefan gives you an uh, an inning of perfect ball and he strikes out the side. Hot. Parker gives you a scoreless inning of two hit ball and two strikeouts. Henches finishes the game off with a perfect inning and strikes out the side as well. So just dropped it all off there. Yeah. Fuck the Yankees. <laughs> Talk to me about the offense because there's repeat, a lot. Fuck the Yankees. Yeah, on repeat. Uh, and I didn't type out all the individual stuff because there's there just a lot, lot going there on. There was way too so much. We're gonna free we're gonna free form a few good things here after you hit the Here's the free good things that you the the few good things that you need to know, right? Mm-hmm. The whole offense fucking popped off. Woo! And we butt fucked Garrett Cole mm. to getting booed off the mound. Mm. Um twelve strikeouts to three walks, not great, but I'm not gonna complain about it. Um great. We left 24 runners on base. Again, it's pretty high. But we scored 11 runs and had 16 hits, so shit happens. Um, I can't believe only three of those were for extra bases, though. And the three extra base hits were the three home runs. Ooh, true. Bang. No, no, two. There was a double by Jimenez, but... Oh. Well, yeah, he's fast. True. Yeah, he is. He's sneaky. We went 7 for 17 with runners in scoring position. <laughs> 7 for 17. That's I a know. 412 average. That's really good. <laughs> and the number one thing we need to talk about, okay? And that's how we fuck talk. Garrett Cole. That's the number one thing we need to talk yeah, about. Yeah, that's number one. While, while they're in a wild card race, and there's a video out there of them coming out to the mound when I think we were winning four nothing. They come out to the mound to talk to him and the audio picked him up. They're like doing the thing. He turns around to look at the scoreboard, sees the blue Jays were beating. Uh, I think it was the twins they were playing or the, or yeah, the twins. It doesn't matter. Whoever the blue Jays were playing who, you know, they're in the race with, they were winning like four nothing at the same time. And you hear him go, God damn it. Fuck! Like you can see him come <laughs> around, look at the giant screen of the scores, and then just start like bitching in his in his. He's like, "Fuck! God damn it!" It's like, yeah, bro, you choked against. Uh, you just got guardianed. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Meet your mate. No traffic Eli coming Mo- through here. No yeah. traffic. No traffic. Meet uh, Meet your maker, Eli Morgan, folks. So and his cute little baby face. I know. I love him. Uh, Zimmer got the leadoff spot. They gave Straw the day off, uh, who ends up pinch hitting for Harold. 
um, or yeah. comes in after Harold. They they move. But, they end up moving Zimmer back to right field and Straw to center field after Harold leaves early. Yeah. So Zimmer got one hit, um, one for five. Mercado goes zero for five with a walk and a strikeout. But the big thing is Jose Ramirez four for four with three RBIs and four runs. So three singles and a home run here. Yeah, just in a walk, just on base. The How many stolen game. bases did he have? Uh, he didn't try and steal any. Surprisingly, in really, this one. yeah. Uh, Harold goes two for two with literally two two run singles for four RBIs before yeah. he leaves the game. Chang goes three for five with uh, well three singles. Um, Say that again. Robo three for five. Yeah, three for three five. For I know five? he. Yeah. <laughs> You, Bonds, Chang is kind of coming back. <laughs> Robo obviously gets that solo shot, which he just absolutely loved to see it, and goes two for five with two RBIs. Jimenez, two for five with a double. Ernie goes 0 for four, but he's got that RBI from the fielder's choice. I want to say something got- about Roberto Perez. I love Roberto Perez. Mm-hmm. I've always loved Roberto, Roberto Perez, right? Okay. The dude has the body of Plato. Yeah, and he looks like a Clash of Clans character. Yeah. He's the ugliest dude I've ever seen in my life. Like, I, It's not nice, but he's the ugliest yeah. mofo I've ever seen in my life. Yep. I noticed this earlier. Like, just... Yeah, he's built like a lump of Play-Doh. <laughs> uh, he's something. I love him to death, though. Yeah. Him and his God weird beard. Yeah. God bless him. So that's that. We took two or three from the Yankees yeah. and disrupted them while the, the Blue Jays won both the games that they lost. So meet your maker. Again, fuck the Yankees. I know. We cannot drill that home enough. God nope. is good all the time. Okay. And this lineup literally consisted of Zimmer, Mercado, uh, Chang, Perez, Jimenez, and Clement. And we dropped an eleven piece off of the <laughs> on Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole. We, on Garrett Cole, we dropped off what five, six, seven? Was it seven or runs? I think so. We had Garrett Cole booed off the mound in New York. Yeah. Which we talked about this when we went over the thumbs down celebration that New York's ruthless. But god damn. Garrett we touched Cole's, him up for seven earned runs. Yeah. Ten hits, a walk, seven earned runs, and five they, and two-thirds. New York we may have knocked him fuck. out of the Cy Young with that. Yeah, New York doesn't give a fuck if you're a Cy Young candidate or not. They'll nope. let you know. that we, we might have knocked him out of the Cy Young candidate. Like, he, him and Robbie Ray are just, like, doing everything they can trying yeah. to... It, it's something. Anyway... Who's hot? We got it'll be quick at first because it it's a lot of staying on. So uh but Cal a new stat stays here. on. Um okay. he didn't pitch at all, so stats are the same. Mm-hmm. Uh Tristan McKenzie stays on. Well he, no, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. You gotta you gotta add the picture I put in there. Did you not see it? Oh, it's like shifted all the way over. Oh, I got yeah, you. you so, got it. Yeah, so I saw this morning on MLB Network uh a stat. AL ERA leaders since the All-Star break, okay, among qualifying pitchers, okay? Lucas Giolito, 297. Steven Matz, 28. Marco Gonzalez, 253. Frankie Montas, 243. Robbie Ray, 2, who might will probably win the AL Cy Young. And you're thinking, why are you reading this off? Because Cal Quantrill's number one with a 179 ERA. <laughs> Fuck him. 
Number one in all of A of AL American League pitchers in ERA since the All-Star break. A 179. He's not a joke. Like, he's a monster. So I just it gave me the chills. Mm. I just got the chills. You got the chills? Yeah. Well put a blanket I, on. I have because it's gonna pimples. stay chilly. I have goose goose pimples. <laughs> oh god. Anyway, <laughs> so that just gets me warmed up. So keep going. I'm sorry. Uh, Tristan McKenzie staying on. He didn't pitch, so his stats are the same. Class A stays on. He goes from a nine eight five, or he goes to a nine eight five from a nine eight. He only had the one inning where it wasn't a safe situation, but he absolutely dropped Dick off. Um, and then I got something in my eye. Hold on. Uh, Fran Mail stays on. He goes from a seven five to an eight two five. Uh, in two games against the Yankees, he goes three for nine with two runs, three RBIs, a home run, two strikeouts, and no walks. Uh, <laughs> he didn't get a hit in the first game and then popped the fuck off in game two. In the last seven games, he slashed in 296 with a 296 OBP, a 556 slugging, and an 852 OPS. Mm, yeah, I'll better. that. And his last four games, though, have been real strong. Yeah. So if he keeps up and has a good, you know, we'll talk about Royals series, you know, his those numbers are really going to come up those last seven because he has had a really good last four games. Yeah. So uh, eight two five, baby. We're putting. Did Jose- you talk about Classe? Did I? Did you do it really fast? Yeah, I talked about Classe. Oh man, I I just tuned it out somehow. I'm sorry. Damn. Um, Jose's going on at a nine point two five against the Yankees. He goes six for ten. With seven runs, four RBIs, two home runs, four walks, no strikeouts, and a stolen base. And literally an hour ago, he was named the AL Player of the Week by Major League Baseball. Yeah. If Tell they me this week's stats. If they would have named anyone stats. else, I'm I'm fighting them. Yeah, true. It's on site. Um, this week. He's bet 500 with a 560 OBP, a 900 slugging, and a 1.460 OPS. 1.460. Folks, that is very good. Yeah. If you're a one, you're elite. You're top 5% in baseball. 146 this week. 900 slugging. Most people would kill for a 900 OPS. Oh, ten, 10 hits, hits. 10 yeah. runs, 7 RBIs, 4 walks, no strikeouts. Talk about bat on ball. Yep. Oh. Two, two doubles and two home runs out of those 10 hits. Mm-mm-mm. Guys, uh, Alex might have to do the rest of this because I might have to go relieve myself real fast. <laughs> those papayas are getting full. <laughs> That's porn. Those numbers are porn. <laughs> not safe for work. <laughs> uh, and then the who's not list. Uh, Bradley Zimmer. He's going from a two two five to a one seven five uh, in two games so against the Yankees. He went one for nine with two runs, no RBIs, three strikeouts, and no walks. Uh, in the last seven games, he's batting one thirty with a two fifty nine OPP. A 261 slugging and a 520 OPS. Um, yeah, he was real hot for a while and then cooled off, and he's been cold since then. So, yeah, he was almost off. Yeah. 
two two five, right? It was, and then it's it's like, dog, you can't go one for nine. I still think that in the off season, he works on his bat. He works on that inside pitch that now everyone knows is his weak side. Yeah, and they are just putting their thumb on that. Um, if he works on that in the off season, I think that he's our guy. Like he's he's a guy. Yeah, I love Bradley Zimmer. I've talked about it to the to the cows come home. Um, he just needs to work on that one thing. And because here's the thing: when he hits the ball, Jesus Christ! Yeah, he, somehow his exit velocity and stuff is just absolutely absurd. Yeah, it's it's not normal. Uh, he yeah. just needs to work on that inside part of the plate and staying healthy. And his eye. You keep that. We got to get that OBP to like three fifty. Yeah, he needs to especially, be especially especially with his speed. Yeah, I don't need him to be a. He can. I mean, for being what he is, he should be a high average hitter, but just high on base. Yeah, I can live with that. But yeah, so Quantrill, McKenzie stay on. Classe raised to at nine eight five. Fran Meals stays on and gets bumped back up after he was on the ropes. Jose goes on because holy hell, literally AL player of the week. What the hell? And then Bradley Zimmer stays on and actually gets lowered a little bit. So some pain. Yeah. Um, AL Central standings. Uh, we kind of talked about this at the top, so I'll be quick. We're second place, 11 games back from the White Sox. Detroit's 13 and a half back. Casey's 18 back. And then Minnesota's 20 and a half back because they suck. And we went all through the wild card. Um, I'm not going to go back through that again. Um. Yeah, they're they're. Yeah, it's it's heating up, right? And uh, you're welcome, Yankees. Double birds. We're ten games back of the wild card for anybody that wondered. Um, talk to me. We got some news and uh, just some general things here. Yeah. Um. So Cleveland teammates that have thirty plus home runs in the same season in the past twenty years, right? So this year, Jose and Fran Mel, who missed a month and a half. Uh, yeah. In 2019, Carlos Santana and Francisco Lindor. In mm. 2018, Jose Francisco Lindor and Edward Encarnacion. In 2017, Francisco Lindor and uh, Encarnacion. In 2016, Carlos Santana and Mike Napoli party at Napoli's. Mm-hmm. Um, and in 2002, Jim Tony and Ellis Burks. So, yeah. what a list. Last 20 years, what is that, three, four, five, six times it's happened, and only once in that time were there three players that had 30-plus. Yep. Jose, Lindor, and, and Carnacion. Yep. And I wouldn't be surprised if next year there's another three with – if Bobby Bradley's up here for a full year and he can stay Oh, high. yeah, 100%. He'll hit 30. Yeah. And it's crazy. I was like, how, how did Jose in 2017 not hit enough? He only hit 29 that year. Really? Yeah. And he only had 23 in 2019? Really? Damn. Interesting. It's kind of wild. Yeah. I know. Muy interesante. <laughs> I'm going to let you um, take this one because this is... This is my man. Yeah, this is your boy. So, Indians Perspective tweeted out again. Their Twitter account, Indians Pro, I think is what their handle is. It's just awesome. Go follow them. Uh, tweeted out... The Indians' 21-year-old infield prospect Gabriel Arias is locked in at the plate. Arias had his third straight three-hit game on Sunday. 
which included a double in the first inning. He now has 43 extra base hits on the year. And in his last three games, he slapped, he's 9 for 13 with six runs, five doubles, a triple, five RBIs, a walk, a stolen base. That's a 692 average. So 9 for 13 with five doubles and a triple. Sir? <laughs> Sir? <laughs> Um, this man's the truth. I'm hesitant because I need to see him do it at the next level before I'm like, yes, right? No, I know, but I'm just saying he's. But those numbers are fucking fantastic. Yeah, it's only three games, but even yeah. his year, the the dude we talked about, him, he skipped Double A. Um, he's the real deal, and he's he's slashing a good one down there in his first year at Triple A ball. Yeah, so so I need to I see him a- at least do it down there. Again next year, or if he gets called up, I need to see him do it up here. Yeah, before I'm all in. Okay, that's fair. I mean, until you do it, you're nothing. You know yeah. what I mean? It's just all fun to talk about. Yep. Um, and then Sunday night, Indians perspective again. We use them all the fucking time. Uh, JC Mejia is going to be up there. Uh, for uh, with the with the tribe. And yeah, this is weird. He got optioned, but he's still with the team as the 29th man for the doubleheader. Yeah. And that it's like a weird thing yeah. that he was optioned, but he's also still on the team. I don't I don't I guess just cuz he counts as that extra man it doesn't count as an option. It's kind of like he was optioned, but they don't have to undo it. It's kind of weird. Yeah, it's just one of those things. It's like something that never happens in baseball, but like it does and you like never see it, but yeah. We're here. And then this just happened like a couple hours ago. Yeah. Just to um, set the stage. We're promoting, was that 31? Yeah, year old yeah. Uh, left-hand pitcher Anthony Goose from Columbus. I think it's Goose. Goose. Okay. Goose. His nickname's Goose. So Okay. That's all that matters. Yep. It's not technically wrong. Goose Ghost. That sounds weird. Anthony Goose Ghost. We, we're calling <laughs> up the Goose. Um, the goose. <laughs> uh, oh no, Perez just hit his forty sixth home run. He sent that. Oh shit! He almost hit a baby in the bleachers. Oh, oh no! Shit. No, I'm talking like a baby. That's irresponsible. Like, like Perez Salvador Perez. Yeah, oh, yeah. Of course, it's Salvador Perez. I, why would Roberto Perez hit his forty sixth home run? I'm yeah, an idiot. Uh, he's only about <laughs> thirty nine short. Wow, he sent that shit. T Mac is getting touched seven yeah. nothing. He's getting torn. He doesn't have the fro anymore, man. I told you he lost his power when he when he went back to his rocking the fro today. Oh, he is rocking the fro. Yeah. Oh no. Um, forty six home runs. Holy hell, man! He went down there and got that. (laughs) Yeah, but they called they called Goose Ghost. However you pronounce it up. Um, over his last eleven relief pitches, um, he's just been dominant. Uh, thirteen innings. Only three hits, no runs, six walks, 21 strikeouts. And no runs. And a little fun fact, this guy used to be an outfielder in the Tigers. He was an outfielder in 2016 or 2018, 2016 with the Tigers. And he went and reinvented himself. He throws 101. So (laughs) imagine imagine him coming up here and being like our seventh, like taking. I know. Brian Shaw's spot. I know. Oh, oh, oh. fuck. 
Everybody keeps hugging Perez. It's because I think he just set the all-time Royals home run record. Or no, no, I think he just set the all-time catcher yeah. home run record. Yep, he just passed. Holy shit. Johnny Bench. Uh, Johnny Bench, right? Yeah. Damn, that's why. I was like, why is everybody hugging yeah. him like that? It's because he just set an all-time MLB record. Yep. <laughs> Damn. He just passed Johnny Bench. So Which yeah, but I'm excited about this Anthony to... Anthony Ghost guy. I got like, I got into a very big argument with someone the other day over there's a legit argument about Johnny Bench being the best catcher of all time. This is true. But in my opinion, Avon Rodriguez is the best catcher of all time. Okay. I got into a huge argument, not argument, but discussion with someone about it, and I'm still kind of heated. <laughs> argument discussion. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. That's something we can go through. I'm looking forward to the off season. We can go through like all time. Yeah. You know, it'll be a lot less Indian stuff. I mean, it will be, but we're just baseball talk. Yep. So, but yeah, this ghost guy, I mean, think about it. We can have, oh, here's a stat that's happening in real time. So I'm going to get back on this train. Salvador Perez, most home runs by a catcher ever, 46. Johnny Bench had 45. uh, Javi Lopez had 43. He set an all-time freaking record. Yep. Damn. Um, but yeah, Anthony Ghost. I mean, imagine if he could be our seventh or eighth inning setup guy, like hundred and one lefty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If, if Karen Check can get his shit back together, have Ghost Goose, however you pronounce it. Yeah, Karen Check and him all together. Oh <sighs> boy. Or not, oh yeah, man. him. Class A Karen Check and Ghost. Not safe for work, folks. Nope, not safe for work. Um, on top so we'll of our starting up. rotation, oh, I know. Oh, who's I'm a long you, relief pitcher? What do we? What do we fucking need a long relief pitcher for? I know, dog. We next year we're going to be a problem. Like it's it's going to be in there with Tito back at the home. We talked about. Oh my god. So, uh, upcoming series preview. That's plural uh, because again we won't. We're going to do once a week. So this one just happened to be because we were late on the other one, and then we'll be back next Monday. Uh, to talk about nine games. So we got four games versus the Royals. First one, I'm not going to go through as much depth anymore just because it's a week worth of games and we won't know the pitchers. Uh, but the Royals, we got four. Uh, first one started today, Monday, at like 4-10. And then it's a traditional doubleheader. We've been commentating on it, so no need to wonder what's going to go Yeah, on. we're getting uh, smacked right now. Yeah, it's 7 nothing in the top of the fifth, so yikes. Um, those are both going to be seven-inning doubleheaders, obviously. Um, and then game on Tuesday and Wednesday, and then Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, (laughs) we get five games against the White Sox. We got a doubleheader on Thursday, and then what is it, a regular game on Saturday, or Friday, Saturday, and then another another doubleheader on on Sunday? Sunday. Yeah, Jesus. Um, And are those games away or no? I can't remember. They're at home, aren't they? I think they are at home. Yeah, so... Nine games in uh, seven days on the calendar, folks. So Three expect double headers. next Monday's episode to be beefy. Lengthy. Yeah, beefy. Like, settle down for like two and a half hours. Easy. Yeah. Um, Get your but, chore and done while listening to 216 Baseball. Yeah, true. Oh, I love listening to podcasts when I'm like sweeping or like just, you know, a little Swiffer. Mm. I'm just like, mm. Mm. anyway. Yeah. I'm lazy I and I have a Roomba, so... All I do is laundry. press a button on my bo- on my phone. And flex. Just... On your phone, too. Super flex. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's going to be a hell of a freaking week. I mean, nine games in seven days. Yeah. Three, that's that's not a joke. 
Royals come in. Again, this is just going to be as of Monday. These stats would change in real time, so it's a little bit of a change. Uh, Royals come in 67-82, and 5-5 five and five in their last 10. Uh, White Sox are currently 85 and 64. They're 5 and 5 in their last 10. And we're 73 and 74 and 5 and 5 in our last 10. So everybody just real tapioca pudding right now. Just a little lukewarm. Meh. You know? Um, yeah, but we beat yeah. the Yankees and fuck the Yankees. Yeah, true. The Royals, I just want to finish above 500, right? And we know what's happening today. Not looking good for game one, but it's just one game, right? I think you take three out of four. But one thing that I was worried about is we've torched their bullpen in all these games all year. That's why we own the Kansas City Royals, yeah. okay? In a seven-inning game, not going to see as much of their bullpen. There's not going to be as much time. We haven't done that great against their starting pitching. It's just been the bullpen. Yeah. So the first two games today, now that we basically know we're going to lose game one, um, take game two, even though it's seven innings, and then probably take games three and four. You know, nine inning games, you got to make that bullpen come out and rear its ugly head. Um, and these are the teams that you need to beat. Um, then you got the doubleheader on Thursday, and then Friday, Saturday, doubleheader on Sunday. We play the White Sox pretty well. Yeah. And they're kind of just cruising a little bit right now. And they're going to play, they are going to be at us. So we're going to be at home, progressive field. And three of five? You know, yeah. three and two the game. Eli Morgan's pitches. We're probably going to lose because he doesn't pitch well progressive, but not at all. Just tell him he's away. Just yeah. say you're in Chi town. Just make him yeah. <laughs> look at all those White Sox fans out there everywhere. Tony, Every, everything the light touches. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's away. Just pitch like that. Um, yeah. So take, I think go three and two or two and three against the White Sox. Right. But you got to get it done against the Royals. Um, and then the White Sox, we play pretty well. So three and two, two and three. I don't, you know what I mean? I won't yeah. be mad, but we need to string some wins together here. We need to come out 500 by the end of these nine games, which is just a marathon, dude. Freaking. Definitely. Three double headers in one week, nine games, seven days. Damn. And then next week, what? We have the Royals again and the Royals again next week, right? And then the Rangers and the season's I done. I think so. Yeah, and that's it? Yeah. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. So, I mean, with that, we got to finish above 500. You get the Royals for literally your last se- seven <laughs> seven games in the last two weeks, and you get the Rangers, you know, for three to end the season. You got to finish above 500, yeah. please, for the love of God. Um. So, yeah, that's all I got. What about you? No, I can't think of anything else. Just, again, thank you guys for listening. I mean, shit. We've been popping off lately. Uh, we talked about last episode and hit 1,000 downloads. Still can't believe it. And this new one, even though I released it at 6.30 in the morning, is popping off already again. Yeah. We're going to have more content here. So we're we're just pumped about it. So thank you to everyone for the support, rocking with us, listening to our little sailor. sailor. <laughs> and uh, I have an excuse. <laughs> yeah, you do. I don't think you've ever disclosed anything, but everybody can. Well, no, I, I thanked you for your service. Yeah. yeah. So he, he has an excuse to have a sailor's mouth. I don't. I'm just white trash. <laughs> uh, so anyway, thanks so much for listening. If you like what you hear, please subscribe, follow, consider leaving us a review wherever you get your podcasts. Had to take a breath there. And be sure to follow us on Twitter and TikTok at 216BaseballPod. That Twitter been blowing up. People talking. And I'm sure Paul graces with some good content here soon. Uh, on tiktok and we're gonna be back on monday the 27th to give you an update on this holy hell of a marathon yep nine games in seven days welcome to be ready for that one it's gonna be a beefy boy yeah (laughs) 
Daniel Vogelbach size that. <laughs> Daniel Vogelbach. Oh, thick. All right, go try. Yeah, guards that baby. Let's go.